Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt. He's Brian Broaddus. You guys know all that. Look, I know normally we jump right into these uh, the, these intros. I want to cut right through it because I want to make sure that I've got your attention right at the very beginning to tell you you can come hang out with the entire Love of the Star team on Tuesday night if you're in the Dallas area. Me, Brian, Peyton Russell, our producer, we're all going to be hanging out at Boomer Jacks, 10250, our wonderful sponsor here at Love of the Star, Boomer Jacks. 10250 Technology Boulevard in Dallas at 7 o'clock. We're going to be watching the Dallas Stars, who I'm representing today with my Miro Haskinen jersey. Uh, we're going to be watching the Stars, but we're going to be talking about Cowboys, too, if you come up and want to ask us stuff about them. So come hang out with us at Boomer Jacks. We keep telling you guys about them. We know you guys love them as much as we do. Um, but we're excited to be able to hang out with some Love the Star listeners. So, again, that's 10250 Technology Boulevard in Dallas, 7 p.m. Tuesday, May 23rd. And so with that... Because uh, I want to get that out of the way very quickly. Uh, good day to you, Brian Broaddus. How are you? I'm doing very well, Robert. And yes, I'm looking forward to uh, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area or surrounding areas and want to get over to us and be happy to sit down and uh, and uh, answer any questions. Uh, you know, have some really good food, beverages, talk a little stars, talk a lot of Dallas Cowboys if you want. So uh, I, I can't wait to I can't wait to hang out with everybody there uh, on Tuesday night. Now, one of the things uh, we have asked is, is we've started telling you guys, we're going to ask you questions that you can either tweet us your answers to, or uh, specifically, if you watch us on the YouTube, you can leave your comment there. So last week, you remember we asked you who would be the week one starter at left guard in 2023. Uh, we'll give some of your answers at the end of the mailbag segment. Shout out some of the YouTube followers there. Uh, but today's question for you to answer on this video that we'll give answers for next week. Uh, the question is, will Michael Gallup have a bounce back season in 2023. So just drop us your answers here on the YouTube uh, and we'll shout some of you out next week and we'll get your answers on left guard a little bit later in the show. Before we jump into the the segment, Brian, uh, you got any thoughts on if Michael Gallup's going to have a bounce back year in 2023? You know what? Yeah. I, you know, to me, there were so many things that were going on that we were learning about with Michael Gallup. Uh, He and Britt Brown, the associate athletic trainer did a heck of a job that uh, to even get ready uh, for the, the season, uh, you know, there was a lot of work that we as uh, media members, as fans, we, we didn't get to see everything that they did. But you could tell, yeah. you know, Gallup, uh, you know, came back. He, you know, he there was there was just that little bit of doubt in his mind. And I think Britt did a really good job of of working with him 
you know, so, you know, you just got to kind of, you know, you just got to take it as, as it goes and, and, and think that, you know what, he just wasn't ready to, to participate, but I'm, I'm feeling like a year removed. And I'll, I'll tell you this. I think the addition, I think the addition of Brandon cooks also helps. And I'll say it helps in this way. When all of a sudden you bring in a high profile receiver and you're supposed to be a high profile receiver, that those are the types of things that get your attention. And I I will I will say that uh I think Michael Gallup he realizes when you know he walks on that practice field and he sees Brandon Cooks out there catching footballs, he's gonna know he has to step up his game too. So I think there's some extra motivation for him just because of who the Cowboys added. Because let's be honest, CeeDee Lamb's the number one receiver on this team. Michael Gallup was supposed to be the number two receiver on this team. You add a guy like Brandon Cooks, that would get my attention really fast. You are either going to you're going to rise and thrive, or you're going to fail, and they will find a way to move on from your contract. You know, there's there's this is very this is a very cut and dry season, in my opinion, uh, for Michael Gallup. So with that in mind, that'll be one thing potentially we could be watching. We have OTAs coming up this week, Brian, which are uh, voluntary, quote-unquote. You know, something that is voluntary, but realistically, they expect everybody to be there. Uh, And typically, I think the Cowboys have pretty close to 100% attendance. Um, But we'll be out there hopefully getting a chance to glean maybe if we see any sort of little nuance differences with the offense uh and, you know i know that'll be one thing that we have our eyes on it's going to be the the questions about uh where the scheme is at and if we see any changes there uh and then also the other aspect of this that we're going to be looking at i think is just how some of the personnel is lining up like, like which personnel packages are combined and and we're using up but uh brian is there a a particular thing you're looking forward to uh, with the Cowboys as they enter OTAs here. Yeah, what I'm looking for in OTAs, Bobby, is that you always, you know, this is a good opportunity. Yeah, you're not, uh, you know, in full pads or anything like that, what will be an Oxstart, but you could start to see where they're thinking about lining guys up, whether that's guys like, uh, you know, uh, Overshone, where hey, we're going to see Parsons. Is he going to be more of a linebacker? I mean, we know he's an end. You know, how about some of these? These cornerbacks, you know, they got a lot of these guys. Who's going to play in the slot with the the twos? Who's the one slot? You know, who's who are some of the different pairings that we might see at safety? You know, what are some of the offensive line uh, uh, combinations? What's happening at the left guard? You know, are we talking about, hey, oh, we weren't thinking about Farniak here. Well, he looks like he's running with the twos now. You know, those are the kinds of things I think that you could get out of the OTA practices of just to where they think that they might, uh, you know, might be willing to line guys up going into the season. When you enter OTAs, so I know, were you here uh, during the uh, the famous, uh, was it Darren or Troy Hambrick that had the quote about what do voluntary mean with OTAs? Were you here for that? Yes, I was. And and who was it? Was it Troy or Darren? Darren. Darren. How did, first off, I'm curious, how did that play in the building? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. It might have been Troy. Darn it. Oh, who was it? It might have been Darren. It might have been it might have been Darren. It might have been I think it was Darren. I think it was Darren. I think it was Darren. 
So, yeah. A, how does that play with people in the building that happens? And B, uh, talk about that angle. We we prefaced it a little bit leading into this, but but the idea of it's voluntary. I'm thinking it's truly it's not what? voluntary. It's one Maybe of the it handbricks. It was, yeah. it was one of the handbricks, and it was actually pretty – I mean, that just shows you how, like, sometimes my memory comes and goes about that. But, no uh, – It was it Darren is, Hambrick. Darren Hambrick. Okay, there we go. So, yeah, the uh, it, it, it's one of those things that, you know – we weren't a very good team, you know, and it, and it just wasn't. And so when you start to think about what we need to do and, and now you're starting to question the players you have, you know, you're mm-hmm. like, what are we, what are we doing here? Why, why do we have this guy on the team? You know, you know, there's all these thoughts come in your head about your roster and do you have the right guys? And, but yeah, it's kind of crazy, you know, just to think that, you just, you know, the whole thing with the OTAs, you know, you, you want everybody there. The mini camps, you want everybody there. You want everybody working. There's there's really no excuse. Uh, you know, there's excuses when you live like you're, you're at the Green Bay Packers, you know, or uh, the Buffalo Bills. And, I mean, this is maybe Buffalo uh, back in the day. I'm just talking about places where people don't make home, you know, yeah. where where, you know, hey, we had a lot of players that, didn't train in Green Bay, trained at all other parts of the country, California, Texas, Florida. We didn't have everybody in Green Bay, but there's no excuse for not having everybody in in Dallas. You know, this is just where, you know, the location, where you live, quality of life, all that stuff is, there's just no reason not to, you know, not to have people questioning what you're doing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We've had a lot of discussion, obviously. I, I don't believe Terrence Steele's going to be anywhere near uh, being able to participate. Maybe we see him off doing some resistance cords or something, but I, I don't think we're going to see him uh, out there in any form or fashion. So is one of the things you want to get a look at this week is just what is Tyron Smith doing? What is yeah. Smith yeah. doing? Like, where are these guys working? Are they splitting time anywhere? Or are they just focused on on one position. Yeah, I think that, and I mentioned it earlier that to me, the, when you, you just want to watch and see where guys are lining up, you know, I, I'm, I'm not so much interested in, in ball as I am is awesome. Uh, Richards and well, let's go and Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith and, 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 uh, and Barniak and Barniak and guys like that. That's where I'm more interested in. You know, where are these guys? Uh, you know, that 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 just kind of gives you a little bit of an idea of they're they're in these practices, they want to just take a peek and see, like, okay, well, you know, what does what does Golston look like as a three technique? What does you know what does Fahoko look like as a three? You know, I mean there there's you could you could get a you could gauge a little bit of like the quickness, the fit how he looks in the offense or the defense, the player. So, yeah, it's it's not all about the competition, but it's really about where they're going to line up because 
when you know where they're going to line up, then you can get an idea of how things are going to play out in training camp and what plan they have going forward into the season. Is there a particular coach you're going to have an eye on, see how they're working with players, how they're interacting with players, when maybe yeah. machine? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, I think, you know, there's some big changes, uh, you know, with that offensive line spot with Mike Solari, you know, uh, being the the new guy. I'm, I'm interested. I had a feel for how Joe Philbin practiced. I had a feel a feel for how Joe Philbin's coaching style was. Uh, you know how he would he would he would ride those young players. You know pretty hard uh, on stuff. But you know you always could see the techniques and things like that. And I'm I'm interested to see what I'm interested to see what the the, the coaching points are going to be with Mike Solari. Is he more about Feet, hands, body position—you know what? I mean, all these things that, that go into offensive line play. You can kind of garner those things watching a coach coach the drills and see what's important to him. And when you look at just in general, how some of these guys—not just in in formation, like when we talk about like different changes that they could have on the offensive line, uh, overshown where he's lining up, Fajoko three technique. I'm going to be interested to see, and and I wonder how much this thing. Do you think we might see a little bit of Deuce Vaughn in the slot? Not just doing stuff out of the backfield, but like maybe motioning him out. Or, or is this some stuff you think where we're gonna we're gonna be very limited on on what types of formations and usage that they're gonna try and share with us? Yeah, I don't think they're really going to, you know, we might we might see the the rotation part of it, uh, we'll see where they feel like that. Is Deuce getting work with the twos right off the jump? Is Jones getting work with the twos right off the jump? Uh, you know, with Pollard, we'll see how that whole thing plays out. You know, they might be cautious with him about his situation. But, you know, I, I kind of feel like that um, – I don't think you're going to see him, like, out wide and things like that. Now, maybe you'll see some slot work and things like that just as kind of a uh, hint. You know, remember last year it was – Guys lined up wide, bring them in motion. Now, be in the backfield. You know, I, yeah. I, I I don't know how extensive it the look in OTAs and mini camps are going to be for guys that that might have a role as you know that might be scheme specific on a week to week basis. I I don't know if they want to show us that. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.